That was Trip Shakespeare with the Slacks, also heard from Hoodoo Gurus, and the Afghan Wigs got it all kicked off here at 97X, the future of rock and roll. Don't forget that Jewel will be opening up for Peter Murphy at Bogart's next Saturday, and we have you covered, covered in Skyline Chili, that is. Caller 9 on the 97X lines will get a pair of tickets to the show and a meet-and-greet pre-show featuring Jewel and Skyline Chili. Uh, 523-4114 or 863-5665. And you Dave. know the drill from Dayton, slap a 513 in front of Yeah. Dave, now, yeah. I'm sorry no? as much. I was okay. a bit worried that You're people would have to dive into a Vada skyline. Yes, I am. Skyline vegetarian. has vegetarian options. I know. Is that, is that your issue here at 97X, the future of rock and roll? Dave, we're not at 97X. I wish we were because those were some fun times. That's why we mm-hmm. do a little podcast called 97X Rumblings from the Big Bush. But that's all this is. We're just doing a podcast yeah. about our radio days. The good news is we have another mm-hmm. 97X alum joining us. Luann Gibbs is on the line. Hi, Luann. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. She's our biggest promoter. She really is. When we went from 13 to 20 listeners, it was due to Luann. Wow, I didn't know I had that many readers. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Luann currently works at Cincinnati Inquirer, Cincinnati.com, and she was nice enough to mention, uh, well, you tell us. I don't want to talk about it. You tell us what you did. Well, I listened to the podcast, and I liked what I heard, so um, I promoted, I can't remember exactly when. I don't know if this was pre-pandemic or post-pandemic at this point because the days are all running together. But uh, I I tipped the Rumblings from the Big Bush podcast as well as a couple others, a Cincinnati Reds one and I don't know, something else. And um, so I'm glad that at least eight people read the story, seven people, I guess, and my math's not too good. Well, it it was... um... Uh, during the pandemic, because it's the only article that I've ever cut out that mentions the podcast, and it's on my wall. So it was during. <laughs> you said some things to do while quarantined, and we were included. Oh, so yeah. thank okay. you. No, that was very nice of you to do that. We appreciate it. And and it's nice to know that you weren't just throwing us a bone, like you had actually tuned in, which puts you in very oh, rare yeah. company indeed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was one of the original maybe 10 or 12. <laughs> Who knows? Wow to uh, listen to the podcast when I was working out in the gym and um, so I'm a little bit behind now because our gym's been closed for a couple months so I apologize no need to apologize like Dave said like you're our hype person so we we owe it all to you now tell us about your history at 97x well I was um a long time listener first time caller now um I (laughs) I, I started listening to the station actually before it was 97X. I was one of those kids that listened in the late 70s um, because of Dr. Domeno. And um, then when it came back in like 82, 83, I, there was a core group of, of us that had listened to it back in the late 70s. And um, I got a call one night from one of my friends. He said, you're not going to believe it. It's back on and it's better than ever. And I'm like, really? So had to fiddle with the knobs uh, on the uh, receiver to, to try to tune it in because, you know, it was it was a, not a good signal. Really? <laughs> um, <laughs> ever. But I got it and uh, started listening then. And then um, 
years later, the uh, when the message boards were in their heyday, I um, I had signed up and became a uh, board member as Miss Kitty, and uh, several years into that, Mike Taylor messaged me and asked me if I wanted to do a show. And I was like, hell yeah, I do. And Mike and I had known each other for years. We were in college radio together. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that because Mike got his start, if I remember correctly, at Wright State. Well, I, he actually, I think, um, did high school radio as well, um, which I didn't. I was very green when I started at Wright State, but uh, that's how Mike and I got to know one another. We both worked at WWSU, the uh, 10 million microwatt voice of Wright State University. (laughs) Wow, that's a (laughs) flamethrower. Yeah, Uh, serving the Dayton, Beaver Creek, Fairborn Metroplex. Nice, wow. It's all coming back to you, Luann. It, it really is, yeah. <laughs> but there's a history there because at another station, besides 97X that I worked at, I worked at with a Dave Garwood Ziggy, who was also oh. another, yes. You uh, worked with the so, Zig, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, the so they station? have, a, a, uh, no, it was a uh, news talk station in Springfield, Ohio. Okay, yeah. Yeah. W-I-Z-E. We were very smart. We were oh, wise. Yes. Weather-wise, wow. traffic-wise all around wise. <laughs> Dave's kind of Excellent. a big deal, Luann. Apparently he is. Gosh, Ziggy and Mike Taylor. Uh, I mean, it's almost like Kevin Bacon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So Mike at least knew you had radio chops though. So he had worked with you in radio enough to know it's like, this is not um, somebody managing our boards. This is somebody that has radio experience. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know about experience. I mean, yeah, we had worked together at the station. I, I We were both DJs there. Um, Mike was program director at WWSU. Um, I be, and then he, he became, um, he was music director. And then as he was graduating, I became music director. So I learned a lot from Mike back then. And then um, he was also instrumental in us moving to Cincinnati. Um, for better or for worse, uh, later on, uh, he, after the radio station um, closed in, what was it, 2004, um, or went off the air in 2004, Mike and his wife were living in Newport, and we went to their house for a party, and we loved Newport so much that we ended up moving there as well, and then 10 years later, now we're in Cincinnati. Oddly enough, that's where I met you, is at that party at Mike's house when he had that. Okay, yeah. Damien, you weren't invited. Yeah. There was yeah, a select Damien. list. It's okay. There, there was a cool rope and, and you couldn't get past. Yeah. I was I was just shy of the list. Like I, I, was, yeah. I was one of the last cuts. You know, if, if someone would have got sick, you would have been there. <laughs> I love it. And Luann, I noticed uh, that you actually recently did a shift at Inhaler Radio, which I feel like an online one in Cincinnati that is a kindred spirit to the 97X feel. Yeah, it is. Um, I love working at Inhaler. I I get paid about the same as I did at uh, (laughs) 97X. 
Um, yeah, actually, I get paid a little bit less at an inhaler because it's <laughs> a low volunteer. Bar. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? If 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 Doug and Linda would have known, I would have paid them to mm-hmm. work at ninety seven X. Um, you know, I, I and I totally would have. So, I, I hope Corin Stetter, the our CEO at Inhaler, doesn't hear that and start wanting us to pay to be on the air but uh, yeah i um i got started with inhaler about two years ago now um uh, again it was a little bit of um a symbiotic relationship from the Waxy message boards all those years ago taylor fox um who was tafo on the boards back then um he and i would you know we would run into each other at shows and stuff and he mentioned that uh, Inhaler was looking for some voices. And I said, well, I'm interested. So we met up at a Steph Chura show at Motor and got to talking and uh, I I came on board. Love it. Very cool. But that's not your day job. That's a volunteer-ish gig. So tell us more about your day job at the Inquirer or Cincinnati.com. Gosh, it seems like so long ago that I actually went into the office. Um, uh, yeah, I'm the things to do person. I, I've been at the Inquirer for 15 years and um, started off on the business desk, wrote uh, the business people column for years. They, they don't have that anymore. I think there's more layoffs than there are hirings in the city right now. So um, I uh, in 2015, 2014, I guess, uh, we had a big changeover and um, everybody kind of shuffled jobs. And then I became the calendar person. And when I started at the Inquirer, we had seven people working on the calendar team. And by the time it got to me, it was just me. And it's still just me. So I do what I can do. But uh, yeah, it's it feels like an uphill battle sometimes. Um, I'm, uh, I, uh, I like what I do and I'm getting to write a lot more because for the last couple of months, there hasn't been a lot of things to do really. Yeah. Uh, there's what been, uh, putting a lot of puzzles together and <laughs> yeah. taking some walks. I don't know. Washing your hands again. Yeah. Washing your hands. Yeah. Going to the grocery, that's about it. Yeah. The future of rock and roll. Hey, Possum Monster, K Possum, hit me! Hit me! Hit me! 97X. Well, what's the difference between when you were working at WXY.com and Inhaler Now on internet radio? Because, you know, I haven't done that ever. Is there, has that even changed over the years? In some ways, it's better. And in some ways, it's very different. Um, I have not had any nightmares about forgetting to open my mic or um, forgetting to uh, have a record queued up, (laughs) which used to have that that dream. I'm sure that everybody in radio has some sort of nightmare like that. Um, I had it last night. Did you? Yes, I did. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, some of those don't go away, do they? When you are doing it live, um, number one, you got to be a little more on your toes, but you also normally have uh, the album or the CD in front of you that you can look at. You have something physical where you can read. This is the name. This is the title of the CD. 
this is the year it came out, who the producer was, or you can, you know, you can talk about it. And you don't have any of that physical stuff in internet radio. So it's a, for me, it's a lot of research. I look everything up. I look all the albums up and um, find out different interesting facts about who I'm going to be talking about when I open the mic. And I can record, and if I don't like what I've said, I can go back and redo it. And you can't do that with live radio either. Um, so in that way, it's nice. Be, but if you're a perfectionist, then it can be a little bit like, ah, I've got, you know, only 12 breaks to do, and yet it's taken me how many hours? Yeah, that, that would, yeah, once on live radio, once you say it, it's over and you're moved on to the next thing. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, where do you go? What's great about where you live and what you do? You are still in tune to the local scene. I really enjoy my time going to Woodward or Motor or some other places. Um, but where do you go to find new music now? Um, most of mine is Spotify. I was thinking about that because you you asked that question um, to other interviewee. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I kind of was thinking, where do I go? And and really, aside from seeing live music, it's, it's Spotify for me. Um, not to say that I don't listen to Inhaler as well, and we're playing a lot of new music, but I'm also finding for years before I had Inhaler, after pretty much after Waxie finally died a, in what, 2012, I guess, when it was fine yeah. over and done with, um, it, there, were a, there was a couple of years and I was kind of like, man, where am I going to find stuff? And I had started listening to Spotify back in 2011. And um, so I just continued with that and found a few websites of places that would collate all the new releases that were coming out on Spotify into one big file. It was, there was a guy named Jer White. I think he's in Austria or Netherlands or something who designed this uh, program that scraped all of the new titles. And so then I would just go through the titles and start listening to stuff, you know, on the fly. And I, there were some real duds that I listened to, but there's a lot of interesting stuff too. And I started keeping it, I'm anal this way. I had, I started keeping a spreadsheet of everything. So from 2011 all the way to this year, I've got a spreadsheet of everything that I've listened to every year. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. You need to share that with us. I used to do us. that in college and I still do it. I love it. That's great. You're, you know, you're in the right job as being in charge of the calendar because I feel like you ran the boards. You're very organized, which most of the folks that worked at 97X were not organized in the least. And you're not just listening to Spotify. You contribute every month. There's a Waxy fans playlist that you're involved in. Yeah. Tell yeah, us more about right. that. I didn't start that. Um, I'm not sure which board members did at this point. Um, could have been Josh Matson or um, Paul Slauson. I, I don't know which one did, but uh, I kind of took it over. I'm the one who just creates it every month. And then uh, other people come in, as long as they have the link, they can contribute. And uh, you know, it's, it's nice. It's, it's good to hear stuff that other people are listening to other former fans of the station or well, they're still fans, but the station isn't there anymore. You know what I mean? Um, 
so it's good to find out what they're listening to as well. And um, that can open a door to like, oh, I had forgotten about these guys or wow, this is this is fantastic and totally off my radar until this person dropped it into the playlist. So it's, uh, it's nice. I'm glad it's still going. Well, what I appreciate about you is, is like Mike Taylor too, he's another go-to guy for music. You have a wide breadth of music. Uh, but one thing that I missed out on that you've done a good job at is staying on the boards and staying in contact. So I can see where that's a, a good way to find out about music. Yeah. But, but I, I want to make it clear. I was not, I was just a board contributor. I didn't manage or, or you know, I, I didn't do anything like that. I think that was all like Mike and Sledge and, and Barb and Shiv. They were Brian. But you were a big participant in that though. You were I was, an active I, member. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like in many ways, like that the boards, the folks on the boards were a family, a community of sorts. Oh, certainly. Um, and I was, you know, I was thinking about all of the friends that I have today. Most of them actually came from the boards, mm -hmm. really did. I mean, I have some, you know, high school and friends and some college friends as well that I still keep in touch with, but the majority are people from the boards. And it's because we all had that love of music and, um, and we all got along really well. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I mean, aside from Bob Burns, who, you know, sadly passed away recently and he was a board member um, last year, one of the board members who passed away, he had actually come to the station before it went off the air. Remember Jeff mm -hmm. Petrie? Yes. His name was Buzzstein yes, on the boards. Mm -hmm. he, um, he lived in Kansas, but his parents came here to Cincinnati to scatter his ashes. Oh, wow. And I, thought I didn't that know was that just, part. Um, yeah, that, I thought that was pretty amazing. They came during Blink. That's a super That's cool story. That's a great story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, Luann, you know the drill. You've listened to Bella Lugosi's, and then when yeah. Bella's dead the second time, we are done. It's been a real treat catching up with you, and thanks again for the shout-out in the Cincinnati Enquirer of podcasts to listen to in quarantine. I have a Jason and the Scorcher CD, and I believe an old Cure CD, if you, if you we could send you if you want to plug us again sometime. <laughs> I don't know. I probably have them already yeah. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Uh, uh, sure. I'm, I'm glad to help, you know, and anytime. Real, real quick, though, on Spotify, if folks want to tune into that monthly playlist, how do they find it? Um, probably the best way would be to find it on the uh, Waxy Facebook page because somebody usually, I think usually it's Josh, uh, drops it in there and then you can click on it and contribute um we there's a lot of them on my page i am miss kitty 614 on spotify and a lot of the late earlier years those are all there and you can re you can listen to them but you can't drop anything new in and then this year's i think all of them right now are private unless you have the link uh, there's one other Spotify list that Doug Baylog, uh, one the co-owner with his wife, Linda, yeah. uh, he's under the, the name Future RR. I'm still trying to figure out what that stands for. 
but um, he has the 97 best of list, and he's taken time over the last five years to keep going through the, the the 97 top albums or songs, you know, that we play from every year and adding to it. So that's that's kind of a, a neat throwback list if you're on Spotify yeah. too. And the Facebook group that you mentioned is Waxy Forever. That's right. Yeah, Waxy Forever. Great. Thanks so much for your time, Luann. We appreciate it. Uh, all right. Thanks, Thanks for uh, having nice me on. You. Appreciate it. 97X. Um, there had been abuse in my family, uh, but it was mostly musical in nature. Uh, my father used to lock me away in a room with nothing but the uh, Percy Faith recording of Bim Bam Bomb. Rumblings from the Big Bush.